1: How many drinks do you have per week? And be honest, because I'm not the doctor here, so, you know, we can talk about this. This has become a pretty hot topic since the Canadian Centre on Substance Abuse and Addiction put out their, let's say, revised alcohol recommendations. And boy, they are very different from what people are used to. Because Health Canada's guidelines say two drinks a day or 10 per week for women... Three a day for men or max 15 a week for men. That is the Health Canada guideline for, you know, drinking, having alcohol. But now there's this Canadian Centre on Substance Abuse and they are drastically changing that thinking. They say there is no safe level of alcohol consumption and that it only brings health risks such as cancer, heart disease and strokes. Yikes. Uh, some people are not happy about that at all. We're going to chat about it now with Mark Hicken, who's a consultant to the BC wine and liquor industry, former liquor policy advisor to the government of BC, and former wine lawyer as well. Mark, thanks for being with us.
0: Thanks for having me on, Simmy.
1: What did you think when you heard about those recommendations? Well,
0: you know, we were honestly quite shocked because um these new recommendations are really contrary to common sense. You know, we all have friends and family who've safely consumed in moderation throughout their lives and lived to a healthy old age. My my dad is, has has done so for his whole life. He's 85 now. Um decades of scientific research has shown that those who drink in moderation live about as long or a bit longer than those who don't drink at all. So it's contrary to, you know, most of the established science, and it's contrary to common sense,
1: frankly. Right. Let me, l- allow me to just play devil's advocate for a second. People may sure. live long lives, but not without health complications, though, Mark, right? That's the thing. It's the cost of the alcohol to the healthcare system.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And of course. Uh, you know, our group is uh, very concerned about um, creating, you know, workable public health policy that actually, actually creates results. And um, the historic approach to that has been to focus on harmful consumption. And that has worked, actually. Um, You know, Statistics Canada reports the lowest levels of heavy drinking that they've ever seen. Um, uh, And we think that this new, um, you know, recommendation by CCSA is a mistake because it instead focuses on moderate consumption. Um, We think that's going to cause people to tune out of the messaging completely, and it's going to erode confidence in public health messaging. Um, You know, generally, The level of risk um, associated with moderate alcohol consumption is incredibly low, and it's you know pretty comparable to the same the risks that we accept, you know, in everyday life, you know, driving to work, playing sports, things like that. Um, uh, There's always some level of risk, you know, when you get up each morning and and leave the house, uh, you you accept that, Um, but this these recommendations seem to proceed on the basis that any level of risk associated to alcohol is completely unacceptable
1: are you concerned that that's right are you concerned that perhaps Health Canada will start looking seriously at this
0: well you know so far as you mentioned Health Canada has not accepted or rejected uh, the guidelines um, you know so we think that uh, that's the right approach we don't think that these guidelines have, um, you know, are sensible. We don't think that they have a proper basis in science. Uh, as I said, if you look at the overall all-cause mortality, moderate com- moderate alcohol consumption does not affect that. So we don't think that it's a proper approach. Uh, and we think that the risk analysis particularly that was used by CCSA is incorrect um, and that, you know, the Health Canada should use a broader perspective when it's looking at these things.
1: Mark, do you think people actually do pay attention to this or are they just going to drink what they want to drink? Well, that's
0: a good point because I think that so far you know, messaging, as I said, has actually worked. And the approach has been to encourage people to not drink heavily if they choose to drink at all, and to drink moderately. And that generally doesn't pose any significant risk to health overall. Um, But if you change the message to you shouldn't drink at all and if you make it a one size fits all message, I don't think that's productive. I think that what we need to do is, you know, it's every individual is different and your risks associated with all kinds of illness including cancer are are different for each person and it's you know based on a lot on lifestyle genetics diet um you know and if you if each individual we think should educate themselves as to what the risks are talk to your own family doctor and then make decisions based on those you know personal right. uh, circumstances
1: when this kind of health news is in the news and you see those headlines, does it impact consumption or sales of alcohol?
0: Well, I think it, it may not impact it immediately. Um, and I don't think we've seen a dramatic change in uh, consumption patterns in British Columbia right now. But I think that the big danger really is just that, you know, it causes a lot of unnecessary stress and fear for people when they think, you know, they want to come home from work and have a beer while they're watching the hockey game or have a glass of wine while they're having dinner. I don't think they should be worrying about something where the risks are just incredibly low. You know, it's sort of like going outside and walking in the sunshine. Sun exposure can also cause cancer as well, but it can also give you a lot of benefits too. So I think that we need to take a more holistic overall approach to this and not, um, you know, demonize something, especially when it's consumed moderately, that's that's not really harmful.
1: Right. But you make a good point, though, mm-hmm. is like, you know, people used to love sitting in the sun and tanning and people, a lot of people still do that, but not without sunscreen. Yeah. They have learned to do that. So are you concerned, yeah. like, if it's a longer term message here, do you think, well, oh, this is going to turn more people off alcohol in the long run?
0: Well, we're not, you know, we are actually, we encourage people to, you know, look at your personal risks, look at your lifestyle, look at your, your genetics, your family history and your diet. If you think that you, you talk to your family doctor, if you think that you have an increased risk of particular types of cancer, then, you know, maybe the right decision is you should to cut back on alcohol or not drink at all. We think that that's the right way to do it, but we don't think that an approach that tells all Canadians that you shouldn't be drinking at all or you should be drinking only in such low levels that people are going to ignore it, we don't think that that's helpful at all from a public health perspective.
1: Interesting. Mark, thank you so much for your time.
0: You're very welcome, me.
1: Appreciate that. Mark Hicken is a consultant to the BC wine and liquor industry and former liquor policy advisor, actually, to the BC government, former wine lawyer, too, talking about these recommendations that have come out. Uh, this is from the Canadian Centre on Substance Abuse and Addiction, and they're proposing really strict limitations on alcohol consumption. They say there are no benefits to even moderate drinking, and that goes completely in the face of what Health Canada has recommended since 2011, where they said, you know what? Yeah, women can have a max of 10 drinks a week. Men can have a max of 15 drinks a week. And what the industry is saying, well, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody is different. People should be able to have a few drinks moderately. They can they can recognize that. If you've got health concerns, you can cut back yourself. Now, where do you weigh in on this? Simi at cknw.com. And I do wonder how honest people are, like, with ourselves, with even your doctor when they ask you about how much alcohol you consume in a week.